Comanche, and welcome to the Old Men on the Mountain podcast. This is episode 30, and we're the podcast that we that, uh, tell stories that they might one day tell their kids. That, that didn't make any sense. People, It's a podcast where people tell stories that they want, they might one day tell their kids. I am Craig. I am Jim's podcast partner. And I'm Jim. Um, Jim Hall. Episode 30. It's a milestone. That's a lot, right? Yeah. It's it, a round number. And uh, Yeah. It's and, divisible by three. And ten. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, joined, we're joined today by uh, Mr. Ryan Stern. That's right. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Stoked. You've been, uh, you've been hounding us for a kind of, well, not hounding is the wrong word, but you, you've no, been right. requesting to be on for a long He's time. He's been excited to, to be on, and we're excited to have him. And we broke his heart, because the first time we tried to get him on, it was like the one day he couldn't that week. I don't even know what the circumstances were. You gave me like a 30-minute notice. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had somebody fall out. I'm like, hey, can you want to do it today? You're like, oh, no. But, oh, and you were trying to like, figure out how to, how to make it happen. I think like the first 10 conversations I had with Mr. Massey was hounding him about being on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I loved it. He's never felt more special in his entire life. Since then, we've talked about other things, though. So that's been nice. It has been. Yeah. You know. We can move forward now. Yeah. I just call him up every once in a while. Lies. And just be yeah. like... I don't think you even have hey, his number, Craig. Hey, what are you thinking about? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You're a liar. Well, that's a bald-faced lie. I was trying to make a joke. As I do almost every week. And then they just get shot down. <laughs> Sorry. Because my jokes aren't funny enough for Jim. <laughs> It wasn't funny enough for me either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel right at home. Right yeah, now. this is good. This is how we do. Well, thank you for squeezing us into your busy schedule this oh, time. Please. Because you are moving today, right? Moved. That's yes. kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Kind of. No bed yet. Oh, I, have a, so. I have a dresser and extension cords and surge protectors. That's the extent of the things I have in my room right now. Well, that helps. Yeah. I mean, do you have an alarm clock? Not yet. You got a cell phone. Got a cell phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a toilet with a plunger. Oh, good. Yeah. I didn't have a plunger when I first moved into my place, and then when I really needed it is when I realized I didn't have the plunger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I had a girl coming over later, and uh, or very soon after the the incident the, that began, the needing of and the I plunger. had to I had to go get one of them. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, it worked out though. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, the yeah. plunger or the girl? <laughs> oh, married her. <laughs> the plunger. The plunger. <laughs> yeah. Didn't work. Though. No, it didn't work out with a girl. And the toilet is still broken. So, <laughs> so, so we did it. <laughs> oh, well, I don't have anything to talk about really, except that uh, I st- I'm working again. I'm no longer a unemployed slob. Oh, wow, so that's good. Welcome right. back to the working world. You're just uh, back to being another cog in a corporate wheel. Yeah, this Do is one of the first it. Saturdays I've had in months that actually feels like a Saturday. It feels special. Real yeah. weekend. Yeah. You really get to nice. enjoy your time. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I like working, but I don't like waking up. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how I calculate my work days. A, um, even like a Wednesday morning, I'm getting in my car and I'm thinking, well, I'm only really two days left. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, it's like, <laughs> it's the worst part is waking up. It, <sighs> it's not, a, everything else is gravy. But I'm just so used to the routine. I don't, just been I'm in the same place for like nearly five years. Couple months will be five years. So wow! I'll just go, you know, show up, do the work. I was a little late this week just because it was a slow week. So I got there at ten. I'm on cruise control until about ten. Mm-hmm. I have to be at work at seven, and I kind of come to at ten in the morning, and I have no idea what has happened. That's kind of like with me too. My best work is really like around one in the afternoon. I kind of start actually like firing on all cylinders. Before right. that, I'm just sort of like zombie. 
Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I'm horrible in the morning. I shower at night. I really? Know, I know I won't give myself enough time in the morning. I just get up, throw some water in my hair, on my face, brush my teeth, put on my clothes, you know, say goodbye to my dog, and then, uh, <laughs> then I go to work. I don't have a dog. <laughs> Well, this is all. Job. This is incredibly fascinating. <laughs> well, I'm just I talking think, about no, my, my, every day. You know, myself included. I'm not, I'm not criticizing mm-hmm. you. Well, I saw I, I saw Black Swan last night. Oh, how was that? Oh, wow. uh, it was good. Uh, I was in the front row though, which oh. I don't like. Um, I don't. And I was at the Landmark Theaters on Pico. And if anyone from that establishment is listening, I don't know why you have seats that close. I mean, why you even sell those seats? It's not even just it's close, it's really close. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I particularly dislike being that close because I get sinus headaches, but, I mean, it was ridiculous. Do people like being that close? I th- maybe. Some I'm, must, right? I mean, I, or they just, no one wants to sit there, but they have to. It's too late. They already bought the ticket. Yeah, That's I guess I, I was like, trying to calculate it out. I mean, like, how many people would be in those first two rows? And it's probably, I don't know, 30, 40 or something. So then like that's like, what, 13 bucks a ticket? Yeah, like, a that's lot a money lot of money to leave on the table. But there's also a lot, of money, a lot of money to spend individually to see like just the big, like Natalie Portman's chin the whole time and then yeah. feeling like my head's going to explode. That sucks. Hey, mistakes were made by me. You get there a little late. Uh, no, there were assigned seats, but I bought them in the day, but it was a very popular release. Yeah. Oh. Uh, at least in this city. It's only out in two cities. Hmm. But uh, it'll be a, have a wide release, I think. Everyone wants to see Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis dance. And, uh, Don't they get it on? I heard there was a big time uh, lesbian scene, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was everyone's fantasy come true. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just think about Mila Kunis as Meg from Family Guy. Oh, yeah. I like where your mind goes. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> I prefer to think of her as herself because she's a lot prettier and uh, more attractive. See, I don't. I look at the inner beauty. I don't really. Mm-hmm. I saw her and Macaulay Culkin get into a screaming match in a parking lot of a bowling alley in the valley. Oh, really? <laughs> in front of like 30, 40 people just like in each other's face screaming at the top are of they dating minds. or something or yeah, they've been dating, dating for, for long. years oh they now. still are yeah oh I didn't this was that. a few years ago yeah and they're both big world of warcraft players really i yep. think that's what they're arguing about probably <laughs> yeah. my mana and my demigod uh demigod is low i don't know yeah I, magic I, cards i would have uh, li- <laughs> i would have liked to reference it but i couldn't mm-hmm. that's okay wow i can't believe you didn't <laughs> reference it <laughs> get it i do well, let's let's uh let's get out of here for let's take a little break and um then we'll come back and do what we're really here to do. Okay, fine. None we'll of obviously bored Jim to death. We'll try I'm, to reboot this. I'm very very bored, but I would like to see Black Swan. Okay, I didn't yes. realize it was a Darren Aronofsky movie until about two days mm-hmm. ago. I yep, had no and idea. It, and it it definitely is a Darren Aronofsky movie. I mean, oh, did good. you like it? Upon seeing it, yes, I, I I did like it. It's a very good. Um, very Except for the unique. weird angle and <laughs> yeah. Exploding. Well, I mean, that would really make me hate any movie. But uh, it was a good enough movie that uh, by the end, and once the camera stopped shaking, they did it all handheld. Oh, uh, most of it handheld, and then being that close was just not good. But yeah, I saw the, the uh, that second Born Identity movie. Yeah, up close. I saw that with you. Yeah, I wanted to throw up like the whole time. It was not only was it shaky cam, but we were like right up there too, and could mm-hmm. I couldn't understand what was happening the entire movie. It was mm-hmm. just. I saw Triple X real far back, and I still wanted to <laughs> And still couldn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Xander Cage is Triple <laughs> X. That's how wow. the movie ended. They really wanted to do a whole new 007 thing. Yeah, they well, really Vin Diesel, he keeps on wanting to do those the big franchise movies. They just don't happen with the Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Turns out it would be a Chronicle of Riddick. It <laughs> yeah. do very well. 
<laughs> it was a pretty sweet video game that I didn't play. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> All right. Really? We'll, we'll be back in a second. Thanks. Bye. Cool. I think bye. we redeemed ourselves. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> We are back. Ayo, come on, Shay. <laughs> this is story time with Ryan Strook Stern. Strook Stern. That's Strook. his middle name. Strook. 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 Oh, I prefer Strook. I like Strook, too. <laughs> okay. Ryan Strook Stern. Would you like to read a book? <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to introduce myself as Strook one time to a girl at a bar, and she looked me dead in the eyes and goes, that's not your name. <laughs> wow. Like, no, no, it's not your name. Like, oh, like as your first name? Yeah, I was like, yeah. She's like, which name? I was like, Struck. That's not your name. Oh, because then she thought you were going to use a pickup line like, oh, man, I am so starstruck right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like my pickup line, hey, girl, I would like to impregnate you. <laughs> um, I talked oh. to that one and I struck out. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense than anything else. I came up with another one the other day, and then I'll let you get to your story. But if my, my skin's been a little dry because of the weather, and I said I had... Craigzima. <laughs> oh God! How'd that go over? <laughs> uh, I said it to the girl uh, I'm dating now, a very pretty girl, and uh, she laughed. She's she's pretty and and has a nice sense of humor. So it's all good. or a terrible sense of humor, depending on how hey, you think about it. But, my perspective, but, yeah, spot it's on. You yeah. and Jim are just not on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> we never are. He's always mean to me. Aww. I am a jerk, but you keep coming back. Yep. Like a battered woman. I've got nowhere else to go, and Jim has the recording equipment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should see the way he treats me when the microphones are off. <laughs> oh, well, okay. I'm sorry for that tangent. My my B, I'm looking forward to your story. Yeah. Well, the way you guys have said it is the stories you would tell your children. Mm-hmm. This is the story of how I had my child. Oh. And... As I was telling Jim earlier, I didn't tell him the story, but this story will never be told to her, at least from me. Um, I'm sure she's a listener, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, when I was 19 years old, I'm 25 now, my cousin Jenny was getting married. And there was this girl who's a mutual friend. I'm sorry, uh, like a family friend. We kind of grew up together, but they all live in Arizona. I, I'm from right. L.A. Mm-hmm. And so they discriminate against you? 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, they like the suns you like the lake yeah 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 <laughs> they like the diamondbacks you like the di- you see where i'm going my my uncle's license plate says not a lib uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that side of my family you're you're uh at the very least mexican friendly yeah, yes, they yes. Are, uh not when I, I stay at my grandparents house my grandpa will show me the front page of the newspaper it doesn't matter what the story is can you believe that this woman has five children from five different fathers? This fucking Mexican guy can't understand it. And it's like, could be a story on, like you said, the sons. Like, right, right. And it doesn't matter what the story is. Mm-hmm. That's every morning. But anyway, I digress. Um, so go to the wedding in Arizona. See this girl, Stacy, who I kind of remembered from growing up, but we didn't see each other that much. So all of a sudden she was like, a lady you know Uh uh-huh and then you saw her Uh uh-huh so kind of like hit it off at the wedding uh the next night we go to my cousin's house and that side of my family and her are really close um so we're at my cousin's house and we start like a game of poker and we're the first two that are knocked out Mm -hmm. we proceed to do beer bongs i no lie i'm not exaggerating probably did like 14 15 beer bongs 
Can right. I ask a question? I, I think, and I want to make this make me sound like an idiot, but beer bong is the thing that's like the funnel with the yes. Because I, I was going to ask that shoots too. into the back. People, of your I've heard of, have done that. It's very college, but I just think we always just called it like a beer funnel. Yeah. So when people said beer bong, I'm like, is that some new thing? And then I figured out it must be the same thing. Yeah. But now I feel like an idiot, but you know what I'm saying. No, please. Yeah. So and it's a cultural difference. Yeah, it's cultural. Yeah. They like the Lakers. We like the Celtics. They call it. So it, we were doing that and kind of like touchy feely, flirty, because everyone else was still inside playing poker. And then that the game ends, and we're still all doing beer bongs. And then all of a sudden, everyone goes to sleep, and it's just her and I. So we shotgun a few beers. So yeah, we <laughs> shotgun a few beers, <laughs> do some body shots, nice. um, and start like making out we're in like the backyard and it's kind of like gotten to the point where it's like all right let's move to the bedroom and the oh yeah oh yeah uh-huh. and and it's a bunch of my co- i know what that means i'm one of uh, 14 cousin like first cousins on my my mom's side so there were just a bunch of us at the house that night people are asleep everywhere so I go in this room where I was supposed to be sleeping and my younger cousin and Stacy's younger sister are passed out on a blow-up mattress. So I pick both of them up like I don't know how I did it at the same time <laughs> and move them to the couch. It's amazing what you're capable of yeah. in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> pick up your cousins, then you get laid. Yeah. And we proceed to have have sex on this blow-up mattress and I obviously did not use a condom and it's not that i didn't want i didn't have one and i felt weird going to ask my cousins whose house it was for one because mm. they're really close so it'd almost be like fucking your best friend's sister and asking him for the condom mm-hmm. that would be a little weird yeah so i felt a little me, strange real weird. <laughs> hindsight probably should have made it a little weird but um so that has and she was going to school in nebraska and i was living in santa barbara so we, you know, we both go home. We kind of keep in touch. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we just, like a month later, like, kind of stopped talking. And I just chalked it up to, like I said. We're, oh, whatever. We're, yeah, we're on yeah. the opposite sides of the country. It was a drunken hookup. Yeah. Yeah. We're on opposite sides of the country. Sort of dating another guy or something. Right. Or and, like, I actually kind of, like, I, we dug each other, but, like, it just wasn't realistic. Mm-hmm. So then this was, so I was 19. This was 2000. Four, I think, in between 2004, 2000. Yeah, it was 2004. So after the new year into 2005, like t- January 3rd, January 4th, I get this call and it was, and I, it, I got a message. And the message said, Hey, Ryan and Stacy, we need to talk. And that's it. Uh, you, did you know or immediately? It was like, it was like what else? What it was else it was calling me for? it was AIDS or a baby. That's <laughs> that's what that's where my I mind. I hate went. to laugh about that, <laughs> but no, I mean like yeah, it's, it's true. I, I didn't know where else to go, <laughs> and I call her, and at this point, she's almost you know she tells me she's pregnant. She's almost four months pregnant. Ooh, and proceeds to tell me that she didn't want to tell me, but her parents were making her. Now she is. Huh. The oldest of eight children. They span from, at that time, we were both like 19, 20. So she's like 25 now. They, they span from 25 to three and a half years old. Her mom had a child Whoa. two years after my baby was born. Wow. Oh, wow. They're staunch Catholic. Oh, so those yeah. are, I mean, that could be one of those families where theoretically they could just 
they could have just brought up that baby and be like, yes, yeah, your sister. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like the pain what was, Wasn't there one uh, oh celebrity God. that happened to He realized that who he thought was his mother oh, was, was really Jack his grandmother. Yeah, it was a Jack Nicholson. Oh, was it? Really? And, and who he thought was his sister was actually his mom. It was something really weird like that. Yeah, like, I think, I that, think that happens a lot more yeah. than people... Yeah, he just never on. knew until he was like 18. Like, oh, by the way, this is wow. actually your mom. It's like, can yeah. you even imagine that? Wait, wait. How would that? As it turns out, I'm Jim's mom, but <laughs> I guess this is the good time no to No wonder tell you him. guys clash so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm, just, I'm at that age now. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like yeah. his mom. Yeah. <laughs> so I talked to her, and she was like, I didn't want to tell you. My parents are making me. And I don't know what to say. What, am, what am I yeah. supposed to say? What do you say, say to that? Yeah. What am I supposed to say? I wouldn't know what to say with that right now. Yeah, I'm almost 30 years old. Of course. And she's like, you know, I'm thinking at this point, abortion was off the table. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, just based on her religion and her family. Um, she's like, I'm thinking of adoption. What do you think? And I'm like, I'm just saying kind of what's off the top of my head. Like, yeah, that sounds fine. And everything's kind of like, I don't even think I've said much. I just listened yeah. to her. Oh, 19. Yeah. You just get surprised by that. And, and, and like, it just literally just like derails. Decisions. Like you're like, yeah, I'm at 19. I'm going to go to Amsterdam for <laughs> right. like six months <laughs> yeah. and just yeah. maybe, you know, <laughs> Thailand. And, I don't know. Whatever. The world's mine. <laughs> yeah, the world's my oyster. <laughs> Nothing tying me down. <laughs> um, and she then proceeded to tell me that she was dropping out of school and her parents were going to send her to a convent in upstate New York Whoa. to hide the pregnancy from her whole family. Whoa. And they would and they would still think she was at college. So no one would know. Wow, that was actually... That kind of stuff happened on the show Searching For I was working on. Oh, really? It was one person, or it turned out he was given up for adoption, and he finally found his mom, but they made his mom go to... They said she was in an insane asylum, but really they sent her away for six months to be pregnant and have the baby. Yeah, it was they, like, sent, how crazy they sent her this like that convent. was you know, back in the sixties. So it was a little different. Yeah, this is it. this was in two thousand five. Right. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, I, so, I didn't know that kind of stuff still happened. Yeah, I didn't. It. Well, think of it. I mean, it was a while. It, this was pre Glee. Everyone. Right. 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 The world was a dark place. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they, she told me that, and I mean that blew my mind, and. I mean, one example was her younger brother, because it's the oldest three are all girls, and then the the younger five are all boys. That range from like eighteen to like I said three. So one mm-hmm. of the younger brothers was like, "Why can't Stacy be here? Where is she? She has to um, make right with God, or she'll go to hell. So that's <laughs> why you won't see her for a while." Wow, damn. So she tells me this, and. Well, initially when she told me she was she was pregnant after the phone call, like I remember kind of like I think I went skateboarding, just like get out of my house. Because then you're like, like how the fuck do you tell your parents that? Mm-hmm. Like, so I I tell my mom. My mom's like bawling. I tell my dad, who knows her very well, and he goes, who, "Who's Stacy?" And then it's just like, where do we take this? And then you know, I I talk to them and. It might sound awful, but in, and I'll just be honest. In all reality, it was easier for me to wrap my my mind around an abortion than like adoption, right? Like mm-hmm. a, the adoption thing was like, and I know there's many different forms of adoption, but just like hard for me to think that there'd be some, you know, something out there that I created and yeah, have no part of. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so, it's a different way to think about it. And then like, a lot of times, when I think it's getting more easier nowadays for people. Like people view it a number of different ways. But even when I was little, like people would view adoption like something was wrong, right? Like like uh, like you know the mom was crazy or the dad wasn't going right, to be right. around or. But now it's just like it's an option, and there's a lot of people who can't have kids who would want to adopt, but. But yeah, but I can definitely see it back then. It's just, like it's just, it just felt, it just felt yeah. like a weird thing that, for me to think about. And it would be it weird was, to know. It's like I have this yeah. kid out there that maybe will probably never yeah. know me. And that's yeah. weird. Like, you know, it's just like it's, yeah, not even the issue as a whole. Like how, what, how would you feel about it is probably more important than the story. So. And my yeah, thought was yeah. like, and at this point, everyone's asked, like, once people start finding out, like, are you going to marry her? And it's like, I, it's like just t- piling shit on shit. Like, um, no. We have, in all reality, once we really started, we have nothing in common. Right, you had a fun night. This is yeah. This is the person that I would never associate with, in except you know that we have to for the rest of our lives, basically. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I told my parents, and basically came down to me telling them that like that didn't make me feel comfortable the adoption thing, and I told them the only way I could really do this is with your help. Mm -hmm. Um, and they agreed, and I told her if you want to put up for adoption, then we'll we'll take the baby, or Mm -hmm. I'll take the baby. And then that turned into how would that make me look to people? Um, what would you say? You know, and it's like, well, that's the same situation that if you were to keep the baby and I wasn't around. Mm-hmm. Right, and right. She ultimately wanted to keep it, but her parents were pressuring her into adoption. So she's mm-hmm. in New York and we're, we're talking like this. It's about six, she's like six, seven months pregnant now. And I, I go to visit her in New York. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And this is my first time to New York. Never been to New York before. Oh, it's a big apple. You got to go have a great time, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, so stoked. So many bars. So stoked. <laughs> oh, man, you got to check out Times Square, bro. Man, so stoked. The Staten Island Ferry, it's free. It's free and it's awesome. This, these are my two days in New York. Like one day I got to walk around. The second day, she was in upstate New York. The, she drove down. Her dad had come out too. My, I went with my mom. We were going to meet in a Catholic church in somewhere in the city. I think it was near like Battery Park. And talk face to face so on our way to meet them my mom and i stop in a diner for lunch and sitting there is her and her dad <laughs> eating oh weird <laughs> and it, yeah it was so awkward because we none of us had seen each other should we should we eat together yeah, like, <laughs> yeah there was none of that what are you having there was none of that and luckily they were kind of finishing up Mm-hmm. That's like, I mean, hell, I get awkward when I see random people in the airport. Like, I don't really feel like talking. Well, <laughs> it's like, yes. it's just like- and her dad is, I'm like 6'4", maybe like 6'5", kind of like a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. Really soft-spoken, so kind of intimidating. And like, of course he's going to fucking hate me. Oh, yeah, I mean. Of course. And all I don't, dads I don't, in high school <laughs> hate you anyway. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him for that. And I'm actually left out a big part of the story. Um, she told her family that i raped her that night oh initially because oh, she it, didn't want to get in trouble well in her in her family's eyes she was just like saint mm-hmm. they all oh, right, they right probably thought she'd never kissed a boy you know like right, just make you the villain and then make me the, exactly like it. so those i found bongs right right oh i found out about that because like i said uh it's family friends so that reached like my youngest cousin to my grandparents right? and like right, to have right, right. people in my family get told oh, that. Man. Oh God. And then it's like, I don't know why she would say that. I mean, I know why she'd say it. She's never apologized for that. And it just kind of went away. 
Like, yeah. I, everyone realized everyone, that I wasn't true. Well, every, well, and also, all, it spread, it also spread. all my cousins were there and saw the way we were acting and, like, that night. So they heard, like, their mom be like, oh, I heard. It's like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really don't think so. So then, obviously, like, the dad hates me. And then on top of that, this is what he thinks. Mm-hmm. So now, oh, oh man, I, it's I, terrifying. I, it's awful. So I see them. What uh, We eat lunch. Go to this church. They sit her and I down in a small room with a nun as like a mediator. And I'm not religious at all. And she's trying to like mediate and have us talk. And I, and I just, and I looked at the nun. Like, Hey, I don't speak Latin. I don't understand what you're saying. (laughs) Tapatio. Yeah. (laughs) And I just looked at the nun and I was like, there's no disrespect, but I can't, I need you to leave the room. Like I need to be able to talk to her because this nun was from the convent. So it almost felt like two on one. Yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah, and it was like a three-hour conversation. I can't even really remember what it was about because I was extremely. Well, she was pregnant, right? Oh, sorry. It was just extremely like nerve-wracking. Yeah, and just awkward as all hell. And I hadn't seen her since that night. This is oh, the first wow. time yeah. we had seen each other. Man, and just for like nineteen, like. In the Big Apple for the first time, like I thought I'd go on a few Broadway auditions and get rejected, but not something like this. Or I don't even know. It was just bonkers. You didn't even get on Broadway. I didn't even worst trip ever. I didn't even. What the hell? (laughs) You get a nice pastrami sandwich at least. Yeah, man. And then it came. Check out some Brooklyn pizza. Her her family lived. She's from Denver, and I guess she went back to Denver like a month before the baby, and. The conversations that we have are are more like, yeah, when are you going to send me that check? Or like when she gave me baby names, she's like, here's three baby names. Tell me which one you like. And I, the one I liked the least was what she named her. And <laughs> and like when she was born, I was like, but yeah. But now you, you know. Yeah, well, of sure, course. Now of course. Well, her, name. her name's Gabriella Grace Kirkin. That kind of bothers me because it's GGG. Mm. I think Gabriella Grace is cool. Um, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And... I, I I asked him like, will you let me know? Give me a heads up so I can come out for the birth. The call I get is, yeah, you had a daughter. Uh, it's like, and I was like, at a poker game or something, like at a friend's house, <laughs> and it was just like the dad. Yeah, you had a daughter. You just had a bad break. You had a you had a flush. Someone had a full yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. Get that call. <laughs> so like, it's just so weird. He's on tilt. And, and then I go, I go out there. He's all in. Dad put me on tilt. Yeah, yeah. Dad put yeah. me on tilt. And I go out to Denver and just like hostility up, up the butt, you know, like I walk into the house. Literally? Uh, literally. Oh, my God. I walk into the house. There's like eight or like at this point, seven kids looking at me with hatred in their eyes. Like everyone in this house hated me. Mm-hmm. And... The mom, whose name is Lynn, takes me to a mall and sits me down like in those table and chairs that are like in the middle of every mall in America and proceeds to tell me how terrible of a human being I am and how much she hates me. And, you know, like we're, in, we're sitting in front of like a sharper image. Like it's just right. such a weird experience yeah, yeah, yeah. for like at 19 to be accosted by a full-fledged adult 
and then to have to. I just want to go to Hollister. I just have to look at him like Pac Sun is closing. Like I really need to get there. <laughs> I need some board shorts, dude. <laughs> I had to cancel. Like I said, I had to cancel my trip to Amsterdam. Like, yeah. and every situation I've been with him since then, it's like I'll see him and try to be cordial. Like I don't like that. Like there's just nothing fundamentally that we agree upon. Sure. At all. Yeah. 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 At all. And I have to like all last time I saw her. I go to give her a hug and she's like, Oh, we're really going to do this. And I look at her and I was like, why do you make me act like the adult at 20 years old? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. I've never had to, these are the only two people in the world that have ever had to be more of an adult than, and they're full fledged older people. And then two years after my child was born, she had a kid at like 45 years old and it's just mm-hmm. awkward to say the least. Yeah, I can imagine. Wow. It just flipped everything. And well, I mean, things are... say the least a life changer. Yeah, things are cool. Like, the mom and I now get along. It's cordial. Or, I mean, my baby mama, which is a term I've had to grow accustomed to. I don't like that term too much. I don't know what personally. else... Well, when I say... I don't know what else... Yeah, well, I mean... If I say the, the name... The mother of my child. Well, and if I say Stacy, most people don't know that. Right. They right. know who she is. So, just kind of easier. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, my daughter and I talk, but it's just like, and I've had to explain this, why the adoption didn't bother me. It's obviously not, it was it was it's not the way I was raised. My my parents are still together. Her parents are still together. Mm-hmm. I've had to explain that. Like, I hope one day my daughter can realize that we made an effort. Maybe it's mm-hmm. not what we'd like to do, but it's such a weird experience to have a child with someone who I wasn't at all in a relationship with. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. There's people who have children you know, with someone they're ca- dating, maybe even casually, like there was no relationship. Mm-hmm. So there's no, yeah, it's just, you know, just, wow. for, just your, she your did, daughter. Yeah. What do you, so like, she asked me, what are you going to say when she asks you like about religion and God? I'm going to s- tell her how I feel. I'm not going to mm-hmm. tell her how to feel. Yeah. Well, I don't think you should. I think you should say like, we're Catholic and that's why I'm a raiser. We're like, okay. God. Yeah. Well, I wow. mean, yeah, these choices. I and mean, those that, are the kind of discussions you'd have if you were planning to have a kid, I guess, and then you figure it out. But then, you know, didn't even have a chance to figure it out beforehand. None. I mean, none. Yeah. If you're not even uh, afforded a, an opportunity to compromise, I mean, you can yeah, just have to, to do would be honest with her when, when the time is right. Yeah. And, it's It's such a hard thing to like think about trying to let someone be themselves, but also teach, uh, try and teach them the lessons you've learned. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, that, you know, that, that goes all the way through up until they're... Oh, yeah, the uh, whole push and whole pull. Life. Yeah, and or I, even, you know, things change, and you know, kids are kids, and they're teenagers, and, like, but still, you can't, you can't talk to these kids. Oh, it's going to be... Hol- I, teenage- I think it's going to oh. be hilarious when she gets to, like, be a teenager, because I'm going to be, like, her ace in the hole to her mom in an argument like fine i'll just go live with dad in los angeles <laughs> yeah. that's the worst nightmare yeah possible. yeah and like <laughs> getting that phone call <laughs> like having, oh, I, it's just strange i mean when when i'm 40 i'll have a 21 year old child or not even a child at that point mm-hmm. well that doesn't seem so bad that doesn't seem so weird i guess really if i'm your 40 you'll be like oh, oh right. we'll see it, i know. mean i have gray hair but I'm, i'd still like to know what I'd want to be when I grow up. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he brought his blankie here. Right, right. <laughs> and his boo-boo gaga, as he called it. I don't know what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> and I did have to ask you guys to wipe 
after yeah. him. So. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, he just we heard did him in the bathroom. Jim! <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Jim. When does that stop? I still I have memories of doing that, and I but I don't remember not doing it. I don't remember like actually getting over that. You know what I mean? I don't either. I don't remember any getting any help with that stuff. There's no way help. you just. I'm sure I got. The I'm sure I got help. I just maybe I blocked the that all, all out. Yeah, so I remember my parents we'll have having... to ask Jan when I uh, weaned myself or figured out. We how might, to we might have to hypnotize you to see if there's a traumatizing <laughs> experience. <laughs> Pickle bones. <laughs> Think about it. I've oh always wanted. I remember being like a teenager, and when you'd pee out, like on the streets or on the side of a road, and I remember thinking, like, when? Did, when? At what age does this stop? Does this and I've realized cool? at twenty five that it never stops. Yeah, no. Oh, my buddy Chris. Just for a tangent, my buddy Chris at home. Yeah, he told me this story. Uh, he was at the beach with his family one time, and then he had to go to the bathroom. He was like maybe four or five. So then his mom was like, well, just go in the ocean. So he walked over just to the side of the ocean. <laughs> just stood up. <laughs> and then just peed into it. I had a dog named PJ. And my mom said I ran in the house. Apparently I was naked my whole childhood. And I ran in the house and go, mom, I just pooped like PJ. Oh, I guess no. I had just taken a shit in the backyard. <laughs> at least Did the- you cover it at least? Kids. Did you kick it? I might have. I might have. I think I blocked that out. Maybe she was half happy though. It's like, well, it's almost potty training. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, diaper. I don't have to wipe unless we. Wow. Oh, well, yeah. It'll be a you know a beautiful you know daughter that you love. I mean, that's yeah. you know, that's the ultimate uh, thing that comes out of this. It's it's cool. It's crazy to see someone just grow and like mm-hmm. I, I like I said they're in Denver, so I don't obviously see her all the time but sure yeah but to look at something someone like like something like that it's someone obviously and you can see so much of yourself without even being around all the time it's Mm -hmm. crazy definitely the nature versus the nurture totally totally and i'm stoked that like the relation our relationship is going to have to be hashed out later on in life and like Mm-hmm. But sometimes it takes time. And, yeah, it's you know, just something you, she can't understand then... right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she'll start asking questions at some point. Yeah, and I mean, she, know, she she does. Like, the first one that kind of threw me back, but to make complete sense, was, what's your name? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I actually kind of remember thinking that as a young kid to my parents. Yeah, like, I remember maybe, yeah, maybe I didn't know, but like, what is your name? Because I think, like... I know she thought my name was Dad. I know she knows what a dad is, but I think she thought my name was Dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had to figure that whole thing out. Even my niece has called me um, Auntie Craig for a while. <laughs> Maybe they were just figuring out male versus female. Maybe. I, I think I they nailed that right on the head. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, what was Chris? Was he Uncle Chris? He was Auntie Chris. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That would have been amazing if he was Uncle Chris. <laughs> my Auntie Craig. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been funny. Oh, uh, good nieces though. They figured it out eventually. They're they good, cut good, deep. Great girls. <laughs> they sure do cut deep. Actually, I think I saw a picture of one of your nieces on Chris's Facebook, and mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. What is she like? Sixteen hours? Thing? Was, yeah, they're like fifteen, like, sixteen. Oh, the like, oldest. Like the last yeah. time I saw them, I think they were like seven. It was like random, like at your house, mm-hmm. and they were visiting. It was yeah. something totally random. That's bonkers. All maybe maybe girls, the only so, time yeah. I saw them, really. But super smart and fun and sarcastic. Uh, like my brother put up on Facebook that it 
you had to get a new door or something because he got he bought a house and then my niece wrote on it. She was like, I knew we couldn't trust you with your own place. What? <laughs> this is why you don't get good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're great. They're funny. That's great. Uh, well, do you guys want to take a quick little break and come back? Yeah, let's do this. Does that sound good to you, Ryan? Mm-hmm. That sounds good Well, I think overall, you. I just want to say, okay. you know, congratulations on a daughter. Thank you, sir. It is something to be commended and congratulated upon. Thank you, and, sir. And uh, I'm sure she's a great little girl and going to grow up to be a great lady. I mean, debatable, but we'll see what happens. Oh. Great little girl. Well, consider where she comes from. Yeah, She's I mean, so, the yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you got some thin stuck there. It's not a thick gravy broth by might any I, means. Might I say that it's more like a ramen broth? Yeah, Na- it's naming with, without the spice pick. Yeah. Naming a girl is really hard. Mm-hmm. Try and think about that. Listener I would go with Melinda, yourself. but it's only because of a Opeth song. Okay, bro. well, see, oh. you have it, but when you sit down and think about it, it's hard. Also, my aunt's name is Melinda, too. I like the name. Oh. Are we still on this with you? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're still talking about You can name a boy anything. Yeah. My son's going to be Tyrannosaurus. (laughs) Or Syllabus. I don't know. I had a friend (laughs) who wanted to name his Tsunami Warrior. (laughs) Was was his last name Warrior? His last name is Gilly. Oh. Tsunami Warrior Gilly. (laughs) (laughs) Josh Androsky wants to name his kid Boots Boont Androsky. (laughs) Boots Boot. <laughs> uh, what a jerk. We should get him back on here, too. No, yeah. probably not. <laughs> no? You don't think so? Jerk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll skip his next appearance. Only if you have him tell the story of the drunkest he's ever been in his life. We've had a number of those stories. I feel like I've witnessed they're always that funny. One or two times. No, it was in Vegas with Tom and I. I heard oh, about this. Oh, yeah. Yes. I actually almost could have gone, but for some reason I couldn't go. I don't it know. was kind of a last minute trip. Yeah. You know, I think I. Oh, it doesn't matter. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about that and more in Craig's story. Oh, come on, show. Refrigerator. Oh. oh. All right, we're back, and it's uh, it's time for Craig to. Uh, you have a story, right? Yes. Maybe well, let let's do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It wasn't a very good introduction. I realized <laughs> it's okay. Well, you know, I don't understand why you don't know how to do this yet. This is episode number thirty. But um, congratulations pre- on that, by the way. Thank you. We really did it. Um, thank you for saying my name at least, Jim. <laughs> I am Craig. I'll just repeat it. Um, this is uh, this is a little uh, anecdote story, uh, conversation uh, topic about uh, bad apartments. Oh. Ooh. And I know because Ryan has just moved into a horrible apartment yeah, it's today. Terrible. It's a house. No. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, I'm sure it's a, it's a good, exciting yeah, place. Yeah, it's not an apartment. It's a house. It's a house. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. My apologies. Uh, my story is about the worst apartment I ever lived in. Um, it was after uh, Jim and I lived together in uh, Burbank. Yes. This is the apartment I thought you'd be talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. We, uh, we had a number. Jim and I, we stayed in Burbank for maybe a year and a half or so, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, uh, something about that. Yeah. And over the, we stayed there, but over the time we had a few different roommates. And then it came to the time. Um, One of them where, was Ben, actually. Yeah, Ben, the episode of last week. Uh, he was the, our guest. And he, uh, he and Jim and our other uh, former guest, and sort of roommate at the time, Rob, who I think it was on our couch, uh, uh, and myself, we all decided it was time to move out. Jim and I were at each other's throats, and we needed to save the friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I was living, I was working in the valley at the time at uh, this horrible place. 
and uh, that I'll get into another time. And and Jim, people and, are looking and, for deep cuts. I've criticized this place openly on the podcast before. Yep. not the department you worked in, though. Oddly enough, no. Anyway, um, but uh, and then other people were living over the hill or were working over the hill um, periodically. And it was as, just made as more we say sense. in LA, yes, over the hills, yeah. Hollywood Hills. Yeah, um, I was working the in Santa Monica. North. So. Yeah, the valley's north, and it's a little bit uh, segregated from the rest of the actual city that people really think of. Uh, um, yeah. But so they got a three-bedroom apartment, and I myself was lucky enough to find a one-bedroom apartment in Van Nuys, California. Because, oh, yeah. <laughs> because I didn't want to do a Craigslist rando thing, and I couldn't afford anywhere else. I got a large studio. If this apartment it was, was actually, in any other part of the city, it would have been amazing. It was really big. Like it, yeah. I was surprised when I yeah. saw it. It was like, like 20-foot ceilings. Yeah. yeah. I grew um, up not far from Van Nuys. Yeah? Yeah. yeah Sherman Oaks? Well, yeah. Yeah. The Shokes. I also lived in the Sherman Oaks, but it was a nice apartment. We, call, nice we call it Banais. Oh. Banais. Oh, you go to Bons? Banais. Bons y Ons? Oh, I go to Trader Joe's. Uh, but uh, yeah, so the, uh, I got a, a studio apartment in, in Van Nuys for $645 a month. Wow. Fantastic. Uh, had a nice back uh, or a back porch area. Um, and it was in this behind another house and three other rando apartments in there in this weird, odd building. Um, so it was, and there was nothing near it other than maybe a really rando, probably like Mexican biker bar that I would never go into in a McDonald's. Um, we or Salvadoran, I don't know. Yeah. I think we did. Our U-Haul truck broke down that day. Yep, yep. <laughs> Which was did. also yep. it was an so, event. sort of part of the move-in story. I like that um, you say rando. Yeah? Thanks. No problem. I don't know the actual full words, so. <laughs> I'm sorry my comment was a little rando. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he just left. You're supposed um, to end on a high note, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this apartment, it, uh, it, it started badly and it never really got any better. The day of, uh, I think Jim remembers it. We it took us literally an hour and a half to two hours to bring the refrigerator up the stairs. Uh, I thought we were going to die. Yeah. It was literally, the refrigerator was, I think we had like an inch and a half of clearance on either side of it with the, like the wall and like the railing of the stairs. Mm-hmm. And like, we just, there was nothing to hold on to. Like we couldn't, we just couldn't do it. Like it, mm-hmm. it was four of us and it was like, I, I think we got it halfway up the first leg of the stairs, and I was like, I don't think we're going to be able to do yeah. this. Like, we all like, were really doubting it. Anyway, yeah. we eventually got it up. I don't know how there. the hell we I did think, it. I think you guys helped me to get it up. I think you got it two feet into the to the apartment, and we had already gotten everything else in there. And then you guys, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm done with this shit. So I eventually uh, dragged it over to where it should fit into the counter, uh, between the counter and like this wall space where the fridge oh, wait, should be. Wait, to our credit, we still had to move into our place. We actually, yes, of course. Had, no, it's you know, fine. We had a lot yeah. of work to no, do. We, still. we worked yeah. for two hours to get a fridge into my apartment, which I do appreciate. Oh, you're welcome. Um, the pizza's on the way. We did give that fridge to you. Indeed, thank Techn- you. Oh, you, you technically owned it too. but mm-hmm. we, I, I owned a third steak in it. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so then I tried to fit it into where it should fit, and it didn't. So Damn. I ended up taking a hacksaw to the uh, to the counter because <laughs> I was just so frustrated. I was just like, I'm just gonna hack this thing, and I got it to fit. <laughs> right. I put it back there. I like leaned it up just to like get it in this uh, the best position. Put it down, and I saw a spark in the back, and oh, I had just God. cut the power cord in half as oh. I did that. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> So, and then I was like, I'll just fix it tomorrow. I'll see if, it, or I'll see. Like, I didn't know I had cut the power cord at the time, but it turns out it did. I was going to say, like, man, maybe it didn't do anything. I'll see if it gets cold. Sure, yeah. And it didn't. 
Um, woke up the next day. It was like, re- I just always get sick after I move. I just go like balls out and I just get sick. So I like this really <laughs> it's happened. Like, I've bad seen it happen cold. like three different times. Now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was feeling awful. I was like, man, I got to get, you know, I got to get some cold milk or some OJ in here. So I went and fixed that and in my delirium. And uh, so that's how it really started. Uh, how did you fix it? Place. Did you like tape it back together? Or? Yeah, I just, well, I unplugged it, of course, for safety's sake. Of course. Um, opened up those wires uh, with a, you know, a knife and a wire splitter, got some electrical tape, put it back together. Wow. And, Very uh, industrious. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know good. make sure I use the right tape so it was insulated, wouldn't wow. start a fire. I was surprised you even had a hacksaw, like, handy. Oh, I stole that. Uh, I didn't steal it. I got it from the shed out back. From uh, the old guy who who rented me the place, and I I just left it on the mantel piece. I had, had a fireplace, which is a cool place. Oh, wow. that was cool. Yeah. Um, and I had left there and I forgot about it. And then he visited maybe like a month later, and then he saw it, and he was like, "This is my saw. What are you doing with my saw? Get well, you out. gave me a key to the shed. I thought I could use it. Sorry, I didn't put it back. I, I will." And then uh, and then I went to go uh, use something else from the shed like two <laughs> days later. And the the key didn't work. Nah. <laughs> I was, like, was going to steal his, his dirty, uh, uh, you know, his, his broom or something. There's nothing else in there. But this guy was a senile old man. I like had to meet him in the parking lot of a hospital at one point to sign the papers. And he, oh god! When I was trying to leave, it was a six month lease, and I was trying to, you know, I was saying like I'm out of here. You know, I'm not staying here. After some other anecdotes, I'll, I'll bring up. And I was like, "Can you come here? And you know, if you're going to show show people the place, it's fine. But just let me know, or and just show up, and we'll have a run through, so you don't charge me up the ass for a security." Right, right. And he never showed up. He said he would show up like three or four times. Never did. And I don't. I think it was he was inconsiderate, but also just super, super old. Right. Probably. Right. I think he had to be like ninety years old, just oh, like wobbling geez. around. Um. So that blew. But during the time I was there. Uh, I had some neighbors downstairs who it turned out are, uh, I mean, drug addicts. I think it was, it had to have been you know, meth or, or something. They, you know, they were just like really weird looking, um, like just kind of just, how do you put it? Uh, they, they look like they've been around the block. <laughs> and okay. they would do crazy things like fight for at, at like six o'clock or five o'clock in the morning, some nights, or then other mornings when they're feeling real good, they would be playing ping pong in the driveway and yelling. <laughs> it, it there was another woman, a nice woman. I think she was a nursing student and also was an extra on on ER, which was uh, interesting. But she kind of kept to herself as I tried to do. Um, and it was just like a horrible place. It just I didn't feel comfortable. It it was just it was what I could afford. I pl- I, w- I watched a lot of uh, Firefly. Got some <laughs> got some OC. My girlfriend at the time let me uh, the OC DVDs. I watched <laughs> that and drank a lot of Smirnoff vodka. I remember that. I went to hang out with you a couple times there, and I was just like, I got some vodka. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was working at this job I hated six days a week, <laughs> just getting drunk at the other times and mistreating the people around me as much as I can. I think I'm a nice guy, but yeah. I think that was yeah. probably at my worst. And uh, and not nice to the the girlfriend at the time. Not the best, but sure. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you live, you learn. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that Massey around. Oh, you wouldn't. I kind of would. I mean, I don't even even think for like a ten minutes. It's just like not cool. It's not even like interesting. It was just sad. This. Uh, oh you know. well. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm feeling, that's what happens. Be- feeling better you're now. You're living in a weird place, doing a job you hate. Like it's kind of yeah, it's you a know? tough place to be. Yeah, yeah. You grow up. Yeah, you go through these experiences. You get to appreciate the good ones. You never played ping pong with these people, though. Oh no, 
No, there was one point where the wife or girlfriend, she, I was walking in, he had had bought himself a new motorcycle for some reason, and at the same time, she bought a new van, like an old van. Good for these mathematics. And she had a bunch of clothes in the back, and she was like, hey, I'm just going to go around the city selling clothes. You want any clothes? I'm like, no. I <laughs> know. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Um, so let me look at my list here to see if there's anything other craziness. Well, I, I just heard a story actually today from, we. there's a back house in the place I just moved into Mm -hmm. and there's a a younger gentleman and his daughter who live there. And he was telling us that there is a, there's an attic addict in the new house and there's a window on the side of it that goes into it. And apparently people, I don't know if it was like people around the neighborhood or just homeless people would break into that window to climb down into the house to use the bathroom. Oh, uh, wow. If they get, I guess if they can get away with it. Not yet. And they, and I, apparently he said it's happened it happened a multitude of times and it was something that was like known like all right, <laughs> if you need to use the bathroom in this neck of the woods, <laughs> just break into this house and use it. It's not like I don't think it, I don't think there was anything in the house, but it wasn't like people weren't like sleeping there. Or they like probably had to... those hobo signals. You ever right. heard of those? Oh, there was like a the etching. It's yeah, like, there's like, it's a, like a, there's a, a random sign, sign on yeah. the side that tells the hobos that this isn't this is a safe place to be. Is, this, is, that, a, is that a Madman yeah. reference? Uh, no, I just I, I think I was reading about it on about hobos on Wikipedia for some reason. You never heard of that? Yeah, there's an episode of Mad Men that says something like that. Oh yeah, where like if. The hobo code. They put something on the front like this house gave me food Mm -hmm. and they gave me shelter. Or like there's like a sign for like this house is like um a hostile male or something. Hmm. Watch out for that railroad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or like and like these people gave me money. No. So it's like, yeah, if you need food and shelter, you should probably come here. Or don't. Wow. So that's, yeah. I mean, that's just a, a different culture. I guess I need to check the sides of my house when I get home. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. I know. <laughs> but, All those damn but the, hobos. There's a picture of a dick peeing on the side right, of the house. Right. But the, the, the attic does funnel into Josh's room. So, Oh, that's great. I hope he gets woken up someday by a hobo. I almost like, want to figure out what the sign is for that and write it myself. It's like Bo's icing Josh. <laughs> <So, laughs> um. Let's say inside reference there, um, but anyway. So this was I was there for s- six months. Look <laughs> at bros bowing. Somebody was a bros hoboing. <laughs> like, well, Josh had to think of the bros icing. Uh, oh, yeah. bros. He said it was bows icing bows. So it was just hobos. Oh, he had a tumbler, oh, oh, oh. and then I think he turned okay. it into his regular tumbler okay, okay. now. Okay, forget it. Um, oh, and also there was this crazy truck that would come around like it. 11 or, or midnight, it was like it looked like a food truck, but it had this like bing boo thing that would go around. I'm like, who's selling fruit at this hour? Like, this has to be just this drug, like right, a drug right. truck. Uh, I mean, it was a horrible neighborhood, but I eventually got out of it. Uh, I got a new job at that towards the end of that time, uh, the job I'm at now, which I appreciate and really like. Yes. And I moved into Sherman Oaks, uh, Mr. Ryan's uh, Home oh, stomping yeah. grounds. The stomping grounds. Yeah, I'm sure you're hanging out at the barrel a lot. Enjoy oh, that place. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um Shuffleboard is that the shuffleboard place? Uh no. Oh yes it is. It is the shuffleboard place. Uh yeah, it's not really any place of note that it's anyone on the should street, go. Yeah. Van Nuys. It's on Van Nuys Street, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. an in there's an in and out down the road. I prefer, <laughs> nice. yeah. I prefer the pool hall there. It's uh, nice. I like that yeah. pool hall. Yeah, yeah. got a Mel's Diner where I was at, right on over on Kester. 
uh, Dickens and Kester. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's the place I eventually ended up at for a couple of years, uh, which was great. Um, but the day I moved out, uh, there was this young kid who was getting his first apartment who was moving into the a Van Nuys shithole. And I was like, there's some crazy people downstairs. Like, I just want to be honest with you. Like, I'm not trying to sell this place to you. Like, I'm, I'm leaving. Right. So just so you know, there's some crazy shit. And uh, he was like, all right, well. You know, just I was, and he get, I, he had my number just because he was going to meet up and look at the place beforehand. Sure. So then uh, the next day, I got a call from the landlord saying that I owed them a bunch of money because the carport was all bashed up. Right. So, like I smashed my car into it. Apparently, they said. Right. I was like, well, I didn't do that, so that doesn't make any sense. I called up this kid. And I was like, man, what happened? What's going on? And he was like, you wouldn't believe it, man. It was nuts. It was my first night here. The lady from downstairs, one of the crackhead or meth addicts, whatever, she came upstairs all bloodied, beat up. Whoa. And she was like, I need to use her phone. I need to call the cops. And he was like, oh, okay. Like, this, is first, this wow. poor kid's first night there. The guy had beat her senseless and then uh, gr- jumped in his car and bashed into the carport and then took off. I, I don't know what happened. I mean, I'm sure wow. it was after the, co- uh, the cops were after him or whatever. Um, so then they were trying to blame me and I was like, no, you know, I didn't beat I up I don't anyone. even live there anymore. And yeah. yeah, like I'm done. I'm done with this place. You know, you, you gave me like $200 back from my you know, $400, uh, you know, uh, whatever it was, the security deposit. I was like, I'm done. Like, I, just, I, I don't even care that you guys kind of screw me on this. I just want to get out of this place. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a... Uh, it was horrible. It was a good, good life experience. Yeah, that was horrible. I never quite realized quite how horrible it was. I knew that you hated it there, but well, at first it was cool. I mean, it seemed like yeah, it was gonna like be cool. I said, it would have been an awesome place uh, if it was anywhere else in the city. I think, or no, I mean, if it was in a, a nicer part of the yeah. city, you know, we wouldn't want to put it over down Crenshaw or something like that. No, man, life's a roller coaster. Yeah, that's that's the truth, right? Yeah, for reals. Right. Yeah, man, you ain't just whistling Dixie. You a referee, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually I just impressive. think it's something stupid. I was like, life's a roller coaster, so put your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> LA. <laughs> yeah, well, life is better now. I have a, I have a nice one-bedroom apartment down the street. Jim, oh, lovely. Jim Hall adjacent. <laughs> yep. It's like Melrose Place over there now. Yeah, it yeah, really got, is. got uh, got it's a great gardens. A nice uh, couple, uh, 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 Lucas and Sarah, who live upstairs from me, and then our friend Monica, and uh, who is dating a, and uh, former Old Men on the Mountain guest Tom is up there, and uh, yeah, it's great. It's all good. There's no meth heads really that I know of, or no one smashing any shit, and it's all good. Or they keep it under lock. Yeah, you know, there's no ping pong table. You miss it. Well, she wouldn't have gotten. Beat. I was getting pretty good. She at wouldn't have gotten beat if she didn't cheat at ping pong. Well, you know, she just had a killer backspin. She wasn't <laughs> cheating. She was just really good and also really high. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's that. That's a little uh, slice of Craig's life, you guys. Yeah, you know, you had a you you moved into a slightly shady place, Jim, at the time. But yeah, I mean it 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 wasn't. You no, know, maybe actually, technically, that probably was the worst apartment I've had. Although, I mean, it was very similar to our Burbank apartment, just a little bit bigger. Yeah. Really. I mean, like, ultimately, it was kind of the same. It was just one of those utilitarian, like, three bedrooms, carpeted. You know, it's just kind of like, whatever. Where totally. was it? You said Burbank? It was in, no, this this place was in, like, Pico and La Cienega. Oh, okay. In that zone. Like, I, I was, so row. Yeah, South so Robertson. Robinson. Yeah, I lived over there for a minute. I always refer to that mm-hmm. as no oh, man's yeah. land, because it's like, it's close to everything, but far from everything. 
no one goes out there. Yeah, I know. there's no reason to go. It's just like, oh, I'm 20 minutes away from the east side. I'm 20 minutes away from the beach. But it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. but I'm 20 minutes away from everything and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, every, not add anything. Not add anything. When yeah. I lived there, I don't think anyone I knew came that way. Yeah, Craig came to stop by a few times. I mean, it was we didn't. It was stupid. It was a stupid place. Mm-hmm. I had a crazy landlord. Actually, that would probably be. I should save those stories for another day because there's enough stuff to yeah. talk about that place. Yeah, I could fill up. Yeah, good, maybe, maybe when Rob comes on for another time, we can talk about that. Could reminisce. Although me and Rob have an awesome story. We're going to tell. Like we're going to tag team a story. Oh, back again. Yeah. Shit. Whenever he does Bad come back, is. we already know what the story is going to be. Cool. We've already talked about it. All right. <laughs> I think the lesson is life is a roller coaster. So put, <laughs> put your, your hands, hands up. up. We should make that T-shirt, but for like the LAPD. <laughs> what do you mean? Like life's a roller coaster, so put your hands up. Like in the, I don't oh know it, yeah, LAPD five out. I don't even know what it means. Or it could be a thing for drug addicts. I don't know. <laughs> drunk driving. I don't know. The that thing is, oh, drunk driving is like riding a roller coaster. So put your hands up. <laughs> that could um, be this. Oh this yeah. Slogan. Don't drink and drive. Yeah, I, I don't think that. Is telling people not to drink and drive though. <laughs> yeah. It's telling them to drink and drive without their hands. Yeah, and a lot of no, people they, like they're going to get arrested. That's what you I'm just saying. told people to drink and drive, but take their hands off the steering yeah. wheel. It's not a clear message. I understood what yeah, you were yeah, saying, little, but yeah, I also I also got the other connotation. But yeah, you know, we'll we'll refine it. Yeah, tweak yeah. it, tweak yeah. it. Do this. I think we should take a break though. And yeah, come, so, come back for some break. for some from lessons. I think we got some real life lessons. Some here. real lessons. Happy mm-hmm. Hanukkah, guys. Oh yeah, happy Chanukah. Hanukkah. Is today day three of Hanukkah? Um, is it? Although I always say we I mean, hate I'm the date. I'm only a this. half Jew. Today, I mean, I know it started on the first. So it's day one and a half for you? Or? Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> something like that. We cut it down. What's today's? Yeah, I think it's the third day. It's we'll the go fourth. With, we'll go. Fourth yeah, of December, two thousand ten. Motherfucker. It's an early Hanukkah. Sorry, this I'm year. swearing, mom. Okay, well, let's let's take a break. Yeah. Sorry, Jan. All right, we're back. Um, we don't have a lot of time, but we should, uh, as we always do. What did we learn today? Wrap it up. I feel like there's a lot of things we learned. Well, kids are a joy. Kids they are, are joy. also a roller coaster, so put your hands up. <laughs> yeah, we learned that um, first and foremost. But, but sometimes uh, it might be best to, even if you have to awkwardly ask your cousin. If you have to awkwardly ask someone for a condom... Don't be afraid. It's a choice. It's a choice. <laughs> well, uh, Don't be what, afraid. What's more awkward, asking your cousin for a condom or going to New York City when you're 19? Right, <laughs> the right, parents, right. <laughs> the girls, you up, you know? Yeah. You know, these are these are all options and all things that should be thought about. And beer bongs make things a lot harder to think about. Yeah. Or a lot easier. When you get into the teens of beer bongs, yeah. the next beer bong is a hard thing to think about. It's true. So let that be a lesson to you kids. If you want to have sex, do some beer bongs. That's what you should do. Yeah. If you yeah. want to have sex. I mean, I mean, sex. I mean, I lasted a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's be real. Yeah, let's, let's be serious let's about be real. this. And there wasn't a condom on, so I mean, <laughs> Damn. it wasn't desensitized. Yeah. You're like a Superman. That yeah. was like a solid four and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah she yeah. loved it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure either. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to assume anything because I don't want to make an ass of myself or Ryan. Jim, I'm okay with. Yeah, it's fine. That. we already yeah. know. I appreciate that. I'm yeah. sure if you've seen any of us in public, we're, we're all uh, pretty capable of making asses of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
I learned from Craig's story. This is almost less from your part and more from the new guy's part. If you have somebody moving out of a place being like, I'm just telling you that yeah. people are crazy. I'm leaving regardless. Mm-hmm. You probably should not move into that place. Because like, mm-hmm. like, you, you did not listen. have to say a goddamn thing to him. Like, and he, mm-hmm. The fact that you went stuck your neck out should be enough to be like, okay, maybe I'll take the option B that I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I don't hear you anymore. Huh? You're gone. What? Uh. Am I out? There you go. Uh, I'll hold it like this. Hold it like second. that. That's why they should give you trial runs at, a, at apartments or houses. should have a night or two just to test it out. Mm-hmm. That would actually be kind of awesome. Yeah. If the first night a bloody bather, battered meth head came to your door, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't spend the next night there. Uh, you would never. That's the truth. Or ask for 100 bucks off a month, maybe. Hey, yo. Yeah. Worth get it. That, <laughs> get that place for 545 Worth it. I mean, we all did love that biker bar. Mm-hmm. We should fix your mic just for... for I mean, we're oh, almost done, we're right? We're almost done. Okay. I can't... nothing we can do right now. No. Eh. It's cutting in and out. It's all right. I'll find it. I think I, I found it. Fault the equipment. Uh, sweet spot. It's going to be real <laughs> distracting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. No lessons uh, learned. Uh, I think open communication, if That's you can one. do it. That's a good one. Um, it's a good lesson for many parts of life, but um, when life events like a child happens and uh, with parents and and kids and the and the participants and the and the other parents of the new baby it's best maybe if you can to communicate sometimes it doesn't work as well as it as it should it, yeah it, it sounds like so like nbc and like now you know commercial. the more you know the more you know i'm sorry commercial but like boom, 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 boom. it's easy to just have sex and change everything very quickly it really is mm-hmm. be weary of that yeah anal sex but man. still man <laughs> anal sex, sex is wonderful do it in the butt, <laughs> do it in the butt. <laughs> that's the real lesson in this city. you gotta have sex <laughs> yeah so how are you gonna do it you gotta yeah, do it thing. safely hey kids i know you you're gonna have sex and you have to have sex <laughs> <laughs> yeah so how do you want to have sex if you don't got no condoms for sex exactly you anal, yeah. sex. anal sex i mean you're going to want to take some ecstasy. And you're going to want some And of that. then you're going to want to have sex. And you can't not take ecstasy. But then you're going to want to buy some lube. But then if you're going to go buy that, you might still buy some condoms. I, also, I, bl- I also blame <laughs> it on my brute strength of being able to pick up two young girls and get them out of a room mm-hmm. very quickly. Hey, yeah, that's also a lesson. Hey, young girls. <laughs> maybe you should eat something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, on that note, we got to wrap this up because we're horribly running out of time but okay. ryan i want to thank you for coming on thank you for it's a long time me. coming we'll have to yes. bring you back again yeah, yeah maybe number, happy maybe, to have you. maybe number 60 Ooh, oh that would be and awesome and we'll do silly i'll do silly next time well we'll see you well i mean hopefully it, if there's another child then i might be serious sure again, but. <laughs> i think yeah i think we'll we'll get up there and uh, yeah and i yeah, appreciate you being here appreciate your honesty thank you guys good story i think it was uh, different than the ones we usually hear and uh, i think it was it was good to hear thanks for having appreciate me. it Love if you want to get in touch, you're welcome. If you want to get in touch with us, it's oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Old Men Podcast, and we have a Facebook page, and you can search for us on iTunes, rate us, give us some stars, write a review. We appreciate it, and tell your friends, and we love you. Yes, I love you. So thanks so much for listening. Hopefully, we'll be back on a weekly schedule again. and uh, We're going to do our best. We'll do our best. We're going to get we'll, you some uh, episodes. We'll... we'll We'll be, you'll be hearing from us soon, all right? All right. Oh, uh, yeah. Come on, Shay. Come on, show. Tap it to you. <laughs>